0: the Johnson Wax Program with Fibber McGee and Molly. (laughs) The makers of Johnson's Wax for Home and Industry present Fibber McGee and Molly, written by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie, with music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. (laughs) During this coming week, your kitchen will probably get a little extra use. So it's a good time to give the floor a protective coat of Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. That will make it bright and cheerful, show it off to best advantage when your friends drop in. And it'll protect it against the extra wear. If you're not already using glow coat, this will give you a chance to see how easy it really is to use. Glow coat is self-polishing, needs no rubbing or buffing. It's especially useful on linoleum surfaces, on asphalt and rubber tile. Floors in kitchens, entrance halls, bathrooms. Spilled things are wiped up in a jiffy. And I guess you know that the regular use of Johnson's glow coat will make your linoleum last six to ten times longer. (laughs) an ordinarily good-natured husband starts stalking up and down the living room and throwing his weight around like so much confetti, it's a good time for the little woman to get out of the way. Unless, of course, the little woman knows how to cope with it, like Mrs. McGee. Of Fibber McGee and Molly.
1: Dad rat the dad rat a thing anyway. The dad rat... Of all the dirty breaks... I could fall in a diamond mine and come out with a bucket full of broken glass. Uh, why does everything have to happen to me? Doggone the doggone luck anyway. Of all the records... McGee!
2: Stop kicking that piano. You have your new shoes on. Uh... <laughs> McGee! Stop it.
1: Well...
2: Heavenly days, there's no use flying into a rage just because you spilled a little ink on a letter. A little
1: ink? Look at it. Smeared the whole page. Uh... Now I'll have to write the whole dad ratted letter over again. Can't read what I wrote And don't remember what I said <laughs> Of all the dirty love Well, gee whiz It wasn't just spilling the ink It's been one of them days Everything's gone wrong I couldn't get my pajamas off This morning <laughs> The cord was in a hard knot <laughs> Busted my shoelace I fell off the porch Getting the morning paper <laughs> Stuck my fork in my eye Eating my waffle
3: <laughs>
2: Well, I have warned you about eating and reading the paper at the same time, dearie.
1: And that's another thing. There was a big hole tore clear through the morning paper. If I ever lay hands on the knucklehead that did that... I did that. I'll break every bone in his... Huh? You did? You tore a hole through the morning paper? Yes. What for?
2: So I could see you. (laughs) I get awfully lonesome for you at breakfast, dearie Oh, sure And for goodness sakes now, stop stomping around Beulah has a cake in the oven
1: Well, if I had the dad-ratted sense of a dad-ratted horsefly, McGee, I'd... Gee,
2: stop swearing oh. <laughs> Heavenly days, you can get more real profanity into a dad rat Than the average mule skinner has in his whole vocabulary <laughs> My goodness, a woman doesn't like to see her own husband
1: Oh, my gosh, hey, now, Molly, you got tears in your eyes Don't cry Gee, I didn't mean to get so tough. Well? I'm sorry. I got a nasty temper. Yes,
2: you have. You have. You fly off the handle like a ten-cent tack hammer. You should learn to control yourself.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. But, gee, you mustn't cry about it. Ain't that serious. Here. Let me wipe your eyes. There. Now. (laughs) I'm sorry I made you cry.
2: I wasn't crying. I was peeling onions in the kitchen. <laughs> but I don't like to see you get into those tantrums.
1: Yes, it is silly. The idea of me going all to pieces like a donut in a coffee cup.
3: Sure.
1: <laughs> I'm ashamed.
2: Well, now, don't worry about it. I wouldn't want you too going. It would mean you lack character.
1: I know, but my temper's too ragged. I'm about as much fun to live with as a second mortgage. I'm going to turn over a new leaf.
2: Well, that's nice. Though if all the new leaves you've turned over were made into a bonfire, we could barbecue a rhinoceros.
1: But this time, I mean it.
2: Splendid. Here now, go sit down and read this book you started last week. What is it? The Rover Boys in Southern Waters.
1: (laughs) Oh, I, I can't read that. There's a big bully in it named Dan Baxter that gets me too mad. I'll read the paper here. And don't cry anymore, Molly. I'll be a good kid.
3: All
2: right, dearie. Shall I turn that light on for you? I don't want you to ruin those merry blue eyes. <laughs>
1: My merry blue eyes will do okay, thanks. Ah, uh, to think that I should get so upset about little things like a blotted letter.
4: <laughs> uh,
1: pretty childish when you stop to think about things. Oh,
4: hello, Alice. Come in, dear. Hello, oh, Mrs. McGee. I just wanted to tell Mr. McGee I was sorry.
1: Huh? Sorry about what, Alice?
4: About ruining your electric razor My electric razor? Doggone it, what in the name of... McGee!
1: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, forget it, Alice Gee whiz, why get excited over a little electric razor? What's the fun of shaving if a guy can't bleed a little bit?
4: (laughs) I'm terribly sorry, Mr. McGee. I'd have it fixed for you. Only some of the pieces flew out the window into the snow, uh,
1: uh,
4: and when I find them in the spring, they might be a little rusty.
1: <clears throat> yes, I <laughs> flew all to pieces. eh? <laughs> 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 must have been quite a sight. I'd like to have been there when it happened. <laughs> like to have been there before it happened. <laughs>
4: Oh, sir, what were you doing with the electric razor? Shaving a coconut. <laughs> Shaving a coconut. Well, I'll be a. a... a... a...
3: <laughs>
1: well, it was a fine idea, kid. Anything I love to see. It's a nice, clean-shaven coconut.
2: <laughs>
4: Is shaving coconuts a hobby with you, Alice, dear? Well, no, but it looked so uncouth, Mrs. McGee. You see, it was sent to me by a boy in the South Pacific, and I wanted it to look nice. On
1: a very good reason, Alice. What's a little thing like an 18-buck razor compared to a great romance like yours?
4: Is the boy a flyer, Alice? Yes, and oh, he's had some exciting experiences over there in the jungles, believe me. Mm. One time he was lost for three weeks in a swamp with nothing to eat. Nothing? No, all he had with him was a roll of maps, but they saved his life. You mean he studied the maps and found his way home? No, he ate them.
1: He ate the maps? Now, wait a minute, Alice.
4: That is... Oh, isn't... but he did. He was just about to die of hunger when he suddenly thought of it. He held the maps up and turned them around backwards and ate them. I don't get it, Alice. Creepers, don't you see? Maps backwards is spam. Oh. <gasps> oh. Well, I'm sorry about your razor, Mr. Oh.
0: Billy Mills and the Orchestra and the Parade of the Wooden Soldiers.
2: How do you feel now, McGee?
1: Great, kiddo, great.
2: Your nerves stopped jumping around like a ping-pong ball? Yep,
1: under strict control. Been sitting here reading the morning paper, as cool as an ice man's shoulder.
2: Well, good for you. Then uh, maybe it's safe to break a little bad news. Uh, huh? Beulah smashed your wristwatch.
1: <laughs> really? <laughs> Well, I hope she didn't cut her hand on it.
3: (laughs) Why,
2: McGee, you're marvelous. You love that watch.
1: Yeah, but it was a lot of trouble, too. (laughs) Had to wind it every day. (laughs) Tell Beulah not to worry about it.
2: McGee, I can't get over this. There was a time when you'd have screamed with rage.
1: (laughs) Yes, I know, but that was before I learned self control I figure you live a lot longer if you don't get too excited about things.
2: Yeah, or else it just seems longer.
1: <laughs> and you'd be surprised how much better I feel already, Molly. Just an hour or so of controlling my temper, and I'm a new man.
2: Well, would the new man care if we had lamb
1: stew for dinner? Lamb stew! Again? Doggone it, I've had so much lamb stew lately, I'm afraid to make a U-turn. <laughs> I'm getting so darn sick of lamb stew. I... That's how I would have reacted this morning. Ah, but I'm different now. Sure. Let's have lamb stew. Probably very nourishing.
2: You give a very convincing imitation of yourself in a bad temper, dearie.
1: Ah, and to think of all the years I've been through making a chump of myself flying off the handle. Sure. When I might have just been sitting here just like this, calmly reading the paper.
2: (coughs) Hiya, Hiya.
0: Molly. Hiya, pal. Heard the news? Hello,
2: Mr. Wilcox.
0: What news, Junior? Well, it isn't confirmed yet, but I've got it on pretty good authority that the new superhighway goes right through this block.
1: Heavenly day. How that affects us, Waxy.
0: Oh, hardly at all, except (laughs) you'll just have to find another place to live, that's all. All these houses will be condemned and torn down.
1: Now, just a darn minute. You mean we're going to be thrown out of our own home?
0: That's the general idea. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) <laughs> you hear that, Molly?
1: We're being tossed out on our clavicles.
3: <laughs> ah,
1: boy, is that rich! Just get the house almost paid for, and boom, out we go. <laughs> Funniest thing I ever heard.
2: <laughs> well, I'm glad you're so happy about it, McGee. Personally, I think it's an outrage. Of all the your uh, uh, uh,
1: temper, temper, No huh? you know you're spying off the handle over a little thing like that? It's time we moved anyway.
0: Imagine moving into a new house with an empty hall closet. <laughs> well, I must say, pal, you're taking this like a sportsman. Personally, I'd be so darn mad I'd blow up the courthouse.
2: Not a bad idea. Where's my hat? I'll go Now, out of... Molly. Now, Molly.
1: <laughs> Why, Shucks, Junior? No use getting your blood pressure up on account of something you can't do anything about. Relax and live longer. I always says. Take it easy.
2: Take it easy, he says. Then <laughs> us about to be thrown out in the street, lug and luggage. Oh
1: well. <laughs> Ah, what a day, what a day Stick a fork in my eye, (laughs) wristwatch busted, electric razor ruined, thrown out of our own home (laughs) Ain't that a panic?
0: (laughs) Faber, permit me to shake your hand No, don't get up, don't get up Ah, thank you And look, will you accept my congratulations on rising to a difficult occasion with such savoir-faire, such aplomb, such (laughs) sang-froid?
2: Is that
0: good? Well, it's marvelous. I never knew you could restrain yourself like that, pal. And to think it's all a matter of internal control.
2: How else would he do
0: it? Well, external circumstances sometimes help. Like a woman I know who was always in a foul temper. Nerves were ragged. Her name was Mimi Perkins. And everybody called her Screaming Mimi. And you know what cured her? What did cure her, asked little Fibber innocently. As if he hadn't heard the answer every week for ten years. (laughs) Why, Johnson's Wax. When she found out how easy Johnson's Wax made her housework, she was a different woman. Oh. The very fact that every piece of furniture, all the lampshades, window sills, woodwork, and leather things, gleamed and sparkled with a new beauty and cleanliness, why, it just did things for Mimi.
2: And screaming Mimi is now known as Peaceful Perkins, I suppose.
0: <laughs> well, it changed her whole life. <laughs> Moved her family from Hell Gate, New York, to Lake Placid. Oh. <laughs> And all because Johnson's wax had smoothed the way. Well, that ain't how I do it, Waxy. With me, it's just willpower.
1: I look myself right in the eye, which is quite a trick in itself. <laughs> and I say, now look, McGee, old man, I say, there's an old Chinese saying you ought to keep in mind. sing Hoo, ling hu.
2: What does that mean?
1: I don't know. I don't understand Chinese.
3: <laughs> well... Thanks for
0: the information anyway, Junior. Oh, don't mention it, pal. As I say, it may be just a rumor, but I thought you ought to know. Hey, Fibber, it's getting pretty dark in here to read a newspaper. Don't you want me to turn on that light for you? No,
1: I don't. Doggone it, if I wanted that light turned on.
0: (laughs) No, thanks, Junior. I'm okay. Perfectly all right.
2: Won't you sit down a while, Mr. Wilcox, and enjoy this new era of peace and happiness that has come to our little nest?
0: (laughs) No, thanks, Molly. And congratulations on your new outlook, pal. I guess people were right about you after all.
1: What have they been saying?
0: Well, they've been saying a guy like you ought to go a long way.
5: Isn't that nice?
0: Yep. They say they can hardly wait for him to get started.
5: <laughs> well, so along now.
2: Ah, uh, there goes one of the nicest men I know, McGee. He has such wonderful manners and all.
1: Oh, no, don't let that bowing from the waist fool you, Snooky. That's just his way of sneaking a peek at the floors and woodwork. <laughs> Hey, there's a picture coming to the Bijou I want to see.
2: What is it?
1: Winged Victory. That Army picture. I understand it's not only colossal, but very good. It's got everybody in it but Edwin Booth.
2: I'd like to see that, too. Oh, you don't know how much good it does me to see you sitting here so calm and collected, McGee. Don't you want me to turn on that light for you? No!
1: No, thanks. I'm perfectly all right, thank you. Don't worry about it. I I like it this way. I Only gotta finish Barney Google and Chief Wahoo anyway.
2: Well, I'll go see how Beulah's coming along with dinner. See, did you tell her about raising your salary two dollars a week?
1: My gosh, I forgot all about it. I'd better call her. Oh, somebody about to call for Beulah? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Beulah, I wanted to tell you that I've took the matter up with the War Labor Board and got a confirmation to raise your salary two bucks a week. Well, for goodness sake, mm-hmm. thank you ever so much, sir. Who's going to be here?
6: What do you mean, who's going to be here? Uh-huh. Well, it's been my experience, ma'am, that when folks raises my salary all of a sudden like that, it usually means they planning some big wing ding whereby
1: I loses my Thursday off or something. LAUGHTER There's no catch in it, Beulah You've been doing a good job And we appreciate you, that's all
6: Thank you very much, sir Show us good news One more raise like that And I can afford to quit
2: (laughs) Heavenly days, Beulah Aren't you happy
6: here? Oh, yes, ma'am This is the most compatible place I ever worked Oh, oh Only me and Ira We may get married
1: Is Ira your current admirer, Beulah?
6: Current, that man is thousand watt, million volt, direct and alternating.
3: <laughs>
6: alternating? Yes, ma'am. Between me and Lily Robinson, <laughs> she worked for troops. Oh, but you got the inside track, eh? I got the inside track on the rail, closing fast in a photo finish, I win.
3: <laughs>
2: that
6: Lily should take a bad picture.
2: Has uh, Ira proposed yet, Bueller? Oh, no, but I know the
6: signs, man. <laughs> when a gal straighten a man's necktie and he don't slap her hand away no more, she might as well start selecting her torso.
1: It's true so, Beulah. It's
6: true so, help me, sir. <laughs>
3: Well,
2: uh, Beulah, we'll hate to lose you, but never let it be said that the McGee's ever barricaded the Middle Isle.
1: Yeah, let us know when it happens, Beulah. We'd like to give you a shower. (laughs) Mr. McGee, you're just trying to make me blush.
2: Now, Beulah, he means a gift shower.
1: Yeah, you better read up on the customs, Beulah. You know, when you get married, you got to wear something old, something new, something borrowed, and something blue.
2: Mr. McGee did, Beulah. He wore an old suit. A new hat and borrowed $2 from me for the license. And what was blue, sir?
1: (laughs) Four of the prettiest gals in Peoria. Four of the prettiest gals?
6: (laughs) Mad about that little character.
0: The king's men sing, accentuate the positive.
5: Gather round me, everybody. Gather round me while I preach some. Feel a sermon coming on. I must deliver this message before the old year's gone. You gotta accent, you ain't the positive, e limp, ain't the negative, latch on to the affirmative, don't mess with mystery in between. You gotta spread joy up to the maximum, bring gloom down to the minimum, have faith, or pandemonium, the libel to walk upon the scene. To illustrate my last remark, Jonah in the whale, Noah in the ark. What did they do just when everything looked so dark? They said they better accentuate the positive E Live make the negative latch on to the affirmative Don't mess with this stir in between You gotta spread joy up to the maximum Bring gloom down to the minimum Have faith, the pandemonium liable to walk upon the scene make it clear, let me show, Moses in the big red sea, and Joshua at Jericho, what did they do when the spirits were sagging low, Man, they started into act. accentuate the positive E, eliminate the negative latch, on to the affirmative, don't mess with Mr. In-between, Just accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative. Don't mess with Mr. In Between.
2: McGee, dear, it's getting pretty dark. Don't you want me to turn that light on for you?
1: Doggone it, how many times have I got to tell you? No, thank you. I'm fine. Perfectly all right. Just reading the want ads, anyway.
2: Sorry I disturbed you again. You've been so wonderful about not letting things annoy you, I ought to leave you alone, I guess.
1: Oh, forget it. Nothing bothers me. Hey, how do you like this want ad I just come across? Wanted. Man to work around small farm with six cows and one horse who can drive half ton truck and help with housework. <laughs>
2: they close all the racetracks in the country, there'll be a lot of horses looking for us work
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess what they really want is a longer morning line at the ammunition factories.
2: Uh, see, uh, speaking of ammunition, dearie, I never told you about your shotgun.
1: You mean my new single-barrel 12-gauge? What about it?
2: Well, I was trying to get into that old trunk in the attic, and the lid was stuck, and I didn't have anything to pry it open with, and your shotgun was standing in the corner, and... Uh- the, well, uh, how far can you bend the barrel of a gun before it's really damaged?
1: You mean my new shotgun? You bent the barrel, so how bad is it bent?
2: Oh, not more than two or three inches. Mm-hmm. It curves up slightly now.
1: Uh. <laughs> Just bent the barrel two or three inches, eh? Yeah,
2: but in another way, it's better than it was. How's that? Well, that little bump on the end of the barrel broke off. Uh. Now it won't get in your way when you aim <laughs> mm.
1: That was a sight
2: It certainly was <laughs> You know, it spoiled the looks of that whole gun <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oh, Molly, you're terrific <laughs> My gosh, worrying over bending a gun barrel A mere two or three inches <laughs> Oh, I'm going to love it that way Now I can shoot around corners
2: <laughs> Really? And I, uh, you're not angry with me? I'm no?
1: not angry with anybody ha <laughs> Relax, kiddo. Just as soon as I finish reading this paper, we'll be off...
2: Oh, dear. Come in. Oh, it's Dr. Gamble. Hello, doctor.
7: Hello, Molly. And a happy new year to you, too, underslung. Oh. <laughs> I can't stand this. Good afternoon, Dr. Gamble. Dr. Gamble? Why this sudden attack of formality? Don't you know me, McGee? I'm your friend. I'm your family physician. The magnetic personality with the $12 stethoscope who has to assure you five times a week that a wart on the thumb is not necessarily fatal. Remember? What is this, Molly? Has little rubber puss got a grouch on?
2: On the contrary, Doctor. He's decided to keep his temper under control after this. And I must admit, he's been doing a magnificent job.
7: No kidding. Well, he's probably lengthening his own life, but the shock will kill a lot of his friends. (laughs) Not that I believe a word of it, of course. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. And he's one of the oldest dogs that ever sat up and begged for a poke in the nose.
2: But I tell you, doctor, it's working. Everything has happened today, and he's been as sweet-tempered as an angel about it all.
7: He better drop in my office and let me tune in on his peristalsis. With him, ten minutes of good nature is pathological. Ordinarily, he's just a nasty little sourpuss with the temper of a bilious buffalo. <laughs>
2: You give him credit for trying,
7: though, Doctor. Why not? I've given him credit for everything else, including my (laughs) valuable services. As a matter of fact, dear, if he keeps this up, it'll be very beneficial.
2: Oh, you mean his health will be better, huh?
7: Oh, indubitably. Anger, you know, releases adrenaline into the system. Adrenaline is highly toxic. That's why he's always been such a poisonous little character.
2: Ah! Oh, now, Doctor, please. He's been such a good boy. Don't spoil it.
7: All right, all right. You win. Well i better run along before I say something I might regret, as if I could.
2: Well, maybe it would be better if nothing happened to bother him.
7: Yeah, I see what you mean. Well, Happy New Year to you, Molly. If you can manage it, living with stupid little beetle brain over there.
1: Mm-hmm. I, uh, <laughs> I hope, uh,
7: I hope little droopy drawers won't take it amiss. <laughs> I hope he won't take it amiss if I make a slight suggestion in the best interest of his well-being.
2: What's that, Doctor?
7: Getting too dark to read in here. Let me turn on that light. There you
1: are. Get your big, fat hands off of that light, you nosy old bone scraper. Can't a guy read his paper in peace without every busybody in town butting his big, bald head into what's none of his business? Oh, dear. All I ask is a little peace and quiet, and what do I get? Yammer, yammer, yammer. Hubba, hubba, hubba. Turning on the lights all over the...
7: But my boy, I was merely...
1: Well, go merely someplace else, you big lemonhead. i am all the dad ratted nerves. McGee, stop kicking that piano. I'll kick the dad ratted jukebox all over the house if that's big, <laughs> that's big obscure, obsolete, of ob- everything old, ob don't scram out of here. <laughs>
0: Most men, like myself, take a lot of things around the house for granted. Few of us really realize, for example, how much our good wives have done to make our homes attractive, to keep everything in good running order, and to take special care of our household things for the duration. Why is it you don't have to spend much money refinishing your floors? Well, because they're probably protected from wear With regular applications of genuine Johnson's Wax. Why is your dining room tabletop so beautiful, so rich looking? It's probably polished with that same Johnson's Wax. Then look at the windowsills and Venetian blinds, the woodwork and baseboards. Don't forget that wax protects them, too. So you can thank the lady of the house for looking after your interests, just as she thanks Johnson's Wax for helping her so much in her daily work. Regular waxing really saves work all through the year, makes cleaning easier, as well as making precious furnishings last longer.
2: From the Johnson Wax people, Billy Mills and his orchestra, the King's Men, Alice, Dr. Gamble, Harlow Wilcox, Beulah, us, and the man who slams the door, a very happy new year.
1: May your 45 really be loaded. <clears throat> Good night.
2: Good night, all.
0: This is Harlow Wilcox, speaking for the makers of Johnson Wax Finishes for Home and Industry, inviting you all to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is the National Broadcasting Company.